Welcome. Glad to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show, final hour of the program today. This portion brought to you by our friends at Skipper Buds. And I drove past there because I had to go check on the engine, uh, on my, my boat engine being installed. And drove past there, and uh, there was two, not one, but two different, uh, I can't call them semis, but they were semi-tractors, not trailers, but uh, of boats that were arriving at to the location here in Pewaukee. And if you were looking for a new boat, used boat, uh, pontoon, sporting deck boat, fishing boat, cruisers, they got it. They, Oh, my goodness, are they getting them in. Finally, those things are starting to fly in. Uh, not literally, but uh, you know, you get what I'm saying. So uh, if you're looking for one, by all means, get a hold of my, my buddy Todd. He is the general manager of Skipper Buds over there in Pewaukee, 262-544-1200, skipperbuds.com. You can go to any location in the state of Wisconsin and look around for maybe the boat you want. But if you're going to make a deal, get a hold of Todd, 262-544-1200. That's 262-544-1200. Again, 262-544-1200. Um, Talking about the Packers uh, just before we went to the top of the hour break, and um, this was uh, this was from over on the Bud Light live stream. Brian writes, "Totally agree with Rodgers only being here uh, on the short term. Uh, don't have time to draft and develop. Only uh, blew that chance with the uh, DJ Moore pick, uh, St. Brown pick. MBS didn't ha- develop quite fast enough either. So you got to be right on this one. Completely agree. It it changes things. Look, if you have a number one, okay, and you have Jordan Love taken over and you're looking long-term down the road, Jameis Williams, your guy. If he's there, he's your guy. Speed still kills at the NFL level, and he has free, had freakish speed. Now, we'll see what he's got when he comes back from this ACL, but he was, he was a freak at Alabama. The ACL injury in the national championship game, that's going to place a cap on how high maybe he gets drafted. But he's 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 the real deal when it comes to speed. He was running a, a low 4-3 in college before the knee injury. Okay? Speed kills. So, and he's got ball catching ability. He's the, he's that good. He can get downfield, he can go up and get a ball. He's he's that he's that real deal. And runs after the catch. If the guy got loose at all, good night. Good night, sweet prince. You weren't catching him. Okay? So that's first and foremost. But you need contributors. You need a that right now guy. You you have to have him. So as much as you look at possibly drafting a project. Now, maybe he comes back this year and can help you in some way, shape, or form, but you are going into your season with Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Jawan Winfrey, Malik Taylor, Rico Gafford, Amari Rogers, and Chris Blair. Who scares you? Who do you have to specifically game plan for? Right now, probably the guy with the biggest upside would be Amari Rogers, and he didn't show you much last year. His development was stunted because of the presence of Randall Cobb. Alan Lazard is probably your best route runner, but how open is he going to be without the presence of Devontae Adams? You have got to get a here-and-now guy or two. 
or three. When I go back to, and I've, I've stated this time and again, when I go back to the teams that were going deep into the postseason, you look at what Cincinnati had. They had Jamar Chase. They had T. Higgins. They had Tyler Boyd. They had Trenton Irwin. They had Mike Thomas. They had Stanley Morgan. But the first three, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, they had three really good wide receivers. Any one of those guys would be a number one on the Green Bay Packers. Any one of them. Every damn one. Go to L.A. when they had Van Jefferson, OBJ, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup. Any one of those guys. Well, they didn't have Allen Robinson. I take that back. They signed him. But they had Van Jefferson and Cooper Cup. Any one of those guys, including OBJ, today would be a number one on the Green Bay Packers. They've got three, four wideouts. Packers don't have any. You've got to get an established wideout. You've got to. No doubt about it. Look at a guy, let's say, look at a team like, say, Arizona. You're getting back DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, Antoine Wesley. After that, you get thin, but you still got three legit wideouts. Three of them. Take Tampa Bay, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage. Three legit wideouts. And if indeed you get Gronk back, which right now it looks like he may not come back, but you still have Cameron Brait at tight end. You still got Leonard Fournette, who they re-signed. Giovanni Bernard, who backs him up at the running back position. They can all catch pass. You, you got a pretty good team. It's not great, but you still have a pretty good team. You, you just, you need that guy. Now, don't forget that you still have a few guys that are out in the open market, and then the June 1st cutdowns are going to happen, and we all know that. But it's, it's the other aspect of this is, it's what can you afford? As of right now, you're, what, $16 million under the cap? By the time you get done spending the money on your, uh, on your rookies, you're, you're, what, $8 million under the cap? And you want to keep at least 10 for in-season, which means you're already $2 million short. You're going to have to redo Dean Lowry, and you're going to have to come to a contract agreement with Jair before you go out and sign anybody. All of this still has to happen. So I just... It, you, your best way to go about it is probably going to be to spend some of the draft capital that you have now or in the future on a veteran to come in and help you out. It's, it's, I, I look at it this way, and I know some of you don't want to mortgage your entire future on the now. But if you look at it this way, you've, you've, you've spent all this capital and money and effort on bolstering your defense, right? Your defense is, is pretty good. If you look at it top to bottom on paper, it's pretty good. The addition of John, Jerron Reed, and then you're hoping to maybe pick up another edge rusher or a defensive lineman in the draft. Add to that, maybe get a safety just in case Adrian Amos is gone after next year. Okay, you've got, you, you're looking a little to the future, but you're stockpiling the here and the now. You are ready to make this thing go. 
Okay, hoping Rashawn Gary continues to take another step. Preston Smith gives you another solid year. Jerron Reed is a really good body alongside Kenny Clark. You've already got Devondre Campbell. You went out and kept him, right? So you've got these guys, Rasul Douglas, you've got these guys in the fold. You're like, let's make another run. Here we go. And then you've got Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Your offensive line, Bakhtiari's coming back, and you don't know how good he's going to be, but you still, eventually you're going to get back Elton Jenkins, and you got a little bit of a depth issue there, but you know you're pretty good. You've got, you know, you brought back Bobby Tanyan, you know, because Rodgers loves that guy, and he, you know, and you still have Mercedes Lewis, so you're ready to go. But it's kind of like having this really nice sports car all polished up and ready to go, and it's, man, you look at it, and here comes that Ferrari. You come down the driveway, you're ready to race, only to realize you got a four-cylinder engine in it. You, you, you need a bigger engine. You can't, you can't run fast with the big boys if you're only going to run a four-cylinder. It's a great-looking engine. It's a great-looking car, but it's only a four-cylinder. Why are you shortchanging yourself when you're ready to race right now? You wouldn't do that. Otherwise, all of this is just window dressing. You know? It's kind of like going out and spending a ton of money on power hitters, but your pitching staff absolutely sucks, and you do nothing to improve it. You're going to lose games. So why are you spending all the money? That's the reason I believe you got to go out and find somebody for the here and the now. That's my thought. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Give us a shout. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. ESPN Steve says cuts are going to be made in June and again at the end of training camp. Uh, they won't find a one, but there'll be uh, some talent that's going to be available. I completely agree with that. But you need a one. You need. You need it, put it this way, you need at least three legit starters. Now, if you consider Alan Lazard to be a legit starter, okay, then you need two. But you need at least three. Otherwise, what are you doing? And why are you doing it? Otherwise, you should have just let Rodgers go and then just started over. But we all know, look, the window of opportunity is real. Two years. It's two years. And this is not the year to draft and develop. This is the year that we're going to find bona fide players that are going to help us right now. There's going to be some guys you're going to draft for depth. Offensive line, defensive front, outside edge rusher, guys like that, maybe a safety. Okay, I get it. But for the most part, this is about finding guys that are going to play right now. That's what you have to have. Otherwise, you just paid Rodgers a buttload of money to come back and manage a four-cylinder Ferrari. It's a Ferrari, but it's a four-cylinder, and it's not going to race with the big boys because you just don't have enough horsepower. Rodgers will get you a lot of wins. He'll still get you seven, eight, nine, ten wins maybe. But once you get to that postseason and you're facing really good defenses who can – Take one, maybe two guys out of the mix. You have to rely on one guy. Who's the who's the guy? Do you think Alan Lazard gets that wide open without Devontae Adams? Hell no. Not at all. Come on. Not at all. So what are you doing? 
You're spinning your wheels, man. That's it. Spinning your wheels. 877-867-1670. Agree or disagree? Hit us up over on Twitter as well, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. By the way, TJ says, the clouds go away quickly. I'm on Wisconsin's West Coast lacrosse area. Had the clouds in the morning, but it's uh, clear blue skies. Good for you. Good for you, TJ. Still got some sun in the area here. A little bit. Clouds, then sun, clouds and sun, and they say more clouds and blech for the rest of the week. It's going to be warmer on Wednesday, but uh, the chance of showers and thunderstorms are about 70%, so it's going to be warmer, but it's going to be wet and warmer. So I'm not necessarily fond of that. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, coming up next. Following Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hear. Back to Bill Michael's show. We continue on this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at uh, Water Doctors. H2, the letter O, doctors.com. That's H2, the letter O, doctors.com. They're the home of the Connecticut Water Softening System. Fantastic. But more so than anything, they work with veterans as well uh, in sponsorship of Custom Canine Service Dog Academy. And uh, they're just good people. John Atley and his whole staff over there. Call them 262 549 7733. 262 549. 7733, or go to h2theletterodoctors.com, h2theletterodoctors.com. Funny thing is, uh, in talking about the Connecticut water softening system, I had a guy, uh, his name was Matt. He came up to me uh, at Quick Trip, oddly enough, on uh, Saturday morning when I stopped there. And uh, he said, hey, he lives in Waukesha. And he said, is that really good? And I, I said, I look, I swear by it. Uh, I swear by the water softening system. I love the taste, uh, which is non-existent which is the way water is supposed to taste, coming out of the reverse osmosis. But more so, it, it's just you can tell the difference when it comes to laundry, uh, in the shower, you can all that different types of stuff. It's it just I've had other systems, and this is by far the best, the Connecticut Water Softening System. Get a hold of the Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. Good stuff. Um, getting back to it, uh, we've got a couple of different uh, things I wanted to get to here. Um Email-wise, uh, this is from Mark, who said, I, I saw one of the draft analysts project that the Packers should take a project quarterback. Do you be, do you believe in that? No. I mean, if you're getting a guy late, if he's the best available, and you're getting a guy late in the draft, chances are you're not getting a good guy late in the draft. Not, I, I, I'm not going to do that not going to do it um and i think it was cheesehead tv they wrote about jack cone would you take a chance on on take a flyer on him if you believe jordan love is a real deal why are you going after a quarterback at all why would you even look in that direction now if you don't then that's a whole different story because then you're probably at some point looking to trade jordan love hopefully for whatever you can get uh, you know, bag of donuts and a third round draft choice or fourth round draft choice. But if you believe you got a guy that you think can back up Aaron Rodgers, wh- why would you, why in the world would you take a quarterback? Why? There's no way. 
how many project quarterbacks pan out? How many top, how many first round quarterbacks pan out for that matter? Right? How many of those actually pan out in the National Football League? The Tom Brady's are few and far between. The likelihood of that happening is if you you don't believe in love and you pick a guy up in, say, the fourth or the fifth or the sixth round, chances are you've got two quarterbacks on your team that are paperweights and not just one. Why would you invest time, money, and a roster spot to a guy who is a backup to the backup? It's not happening. There's so much more you could use. You need defensive secondary depth. You need defensive line depth. You need offensive line depth. And you need wide receivers like like, like a, a, a parched man in the desert. There's no way, no way I'm taking a quarterback. No way. Not at all. Not happening. 877-867-8670. Or 1670, excuse me. 877-867-1670. Uh, City says, hey, Bill, I wanted to tell you how much I enjoy the show. I'm in my car a lot being a real estate agent. And uh, my, you are my favorite listen to. Fave, by the way. Uh, someday I hope to say hello in person. Uh, thanks again. Have a great day. Oh, it's from Cindy. Cindy, appreciate it. Out there cruising around. How are we looking? Um, this one's from Janet. Janet says, I agree with you. No way I'm taking a quarterback. They need as many wide receivers as they can get. How many wide receivers are going to be good in the later rounds? Janet, when you say going to be good, that's, that's the question. How many are going to be good in the later rounds? I gave, I gave you 10, and really eight that I think are pretty good. You know, I know that uh, if you look at Pro Football Focus, they've got Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati, I think, is one of them. Um, who's the other kid? Uh, the, the kid out of South Alabama I mentioned. Uh, Jalen Tolbert. Jalen Tolbert is another one that I think is pretty good. There's probably eight, seven First rounders, first to early second rounders that are right there. And then after that, there's a couple more. But I I know they keep saying, well, it's a deep draft. I just, I like it when it's a deep draft with offensive linemen. I like it when it's a deep draft with what you consider to be stout defensive linemen. Not impact, but stout. Guys that can accentuate, help you accentuate guys that already play extremely well in your system. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Let's go to the uh, phones. Talk to Ryan. Ryan, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hi there. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Um, I just just caught the just the last couple minutes you're talking there, and I heard you talking about there's no way I'm taking a quarterback, and I understand where you're coming from. I just wanted to point out that for you know two decades or more between Ron Wolf and Ted Thompson, we did mm-hmm. pretty well by best player available regardless of position i i would say right. if it's a toss-up on a couple of guys that you like and they're say we like a say there's a running back and a receiver that we both like that they like equally well obviously with our roster if it's a toss-up you take the receiver because we're weak there but i just wouldn't rule out anything in terms of if there's a guy we think is a gem that we want to take a shot on 
I just wouldn't say never, never um, on any position, really. Like, And also, I know that there's nobody who really thinks that Jordan Love has any shot of being anything, and I just – I wouldn't – I'm in the minority here, but I don't see – I've seen Devontae Adams look poorly. I've seen Aaron Rodgers as a young player look poorly, uh, just like Jordan Love did. Everybody is ready to kind of write him off. I think Matt LaFleur is the most underrated coach in sports, and I don't think a talented player is going to be, be developed by him for years and not come up looking good unless he is trash. Um, I think we got a good shot with a good coach with a uh, good talent. You, you bring up a good point. I appreciate the phone call. You bring up a really good point here. Let me let me kind of address this, okay? When I saw Rodgers, talked to Rodgers, now I, I have to admit my my experience is nil with Jordan Love just because of COVID. Okay, we haven't had a chance to sit inside. I haven't had a chance to sit inside practices. Haven't had a chance to sit inside certain, you know, camps and such, and nor talk to the guy. Okay, so I, I got to give you just what I know via his tape and what I've seen and what I've heard. When I saw Aaron Rodgers, when you spoke about Aaron Rodgers, I think the majority of people that covered him, you knew, you could see something. You, the, the, you just, I can't tell it's it's I always go back to when the Supreme Court was asked years ago to define pornography, they said we can't define it but we know it when we see it. When you saw Aaron Rodgers play, have opportunities, uh guide a team in practice, run the scout team, you could see it. You were like, "Wow. Wow, okay, man. This guy's got that." Never heard anybody say that about Jordan Love. Never heard anybody say that in regards to his scout team, in regards, certainly not his ability against Kansas City, certainly not his ability against Detroit. You didn't see any of those throws that made you go, wow. You didn't see it. I saw one. It was the one in which he threw into double coverage to Jay Sternberger in preseason that I thought to myself, okay, there's something. Now I wanted to see him expound upon it. Didn't see anything after that. The point between his mind and his body is a second too late. And he's looking for open guys and not spots. Now, whether that changes over time, I don't know. But Rodgers, you could see he had it. And Favre knew it. Favre knew it. It's the reason Favre never wanted to go down. Because Favre knew. Favre got hurt in two games. Rodgers, in the, in the first game against Dallas, had it been a little more time, he'd have guided the Packers back to beat Dallas. I really believe that. Defense kind of gave it up at the end. But he'd have, he'd have brought him back. He was that good when Favre wasn't. And then that game against New England at Lambeau Field when when um, Favre got hurt, and then Rodgers broke his foot on the second play of the second half and played the rest of the game with a broken foot, refused to come out, and still played extremely well. You could see it. You know? I don't see or hear that with Jordan Love. So if the quarterback is the best player available, I got to think – Whatever round it is, if he's the absolute best, well, then maybe you're looking you're, you're looking to a team to say, hey, let's go ahead and trade away. Let's trade out of that pick because we don't need a quarterback. Don't need one. But am I going to go, you know, later in the, in the draft, you got, you know, I had mentioned George Pickens out of Georgia. Maybe he goes later. Maybe he falls. You get a corner like Kyler Gordon out of Washington. Maybe he falls. Um, 
who's the other one? The the big uh, tight end, Trey McBride out of Colorado State. Maybe he gets down there in that second round. Maybe he falls out of that first round and second round goes to the third. Maybe they go with a guy like maybe Tristan Watson or Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. Maybe he falls. You know, there's going to that John Mechie out of Alabama. Maybe he gets down there. Most likely he'll be there. Maybe that tackle, um, the kid out of Louisiana, Max Mitchell, maybe he's there. So there's some guys you can look to and say, okay, maybe I'll go in that direction. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. How we looking? Hopefully you're enjoying uh, a little bit of the, the weather. I guess the weather, I, I talk about weather all the time because I cannot wait for warm weather. I can't wait to be outside. I can't wait to be sitting out back at the uh, the bar outside watching Brewers games, riding the motorcycle, playing some golf, getting the boat out. I can't wait for all of it. I'm, I'm getting itchy. Uh, but I know, as I've stated before, back in my mind, man, yeah, it's usually first week of June before we're out. For second week of June, usually before we're out every damn day, and then we're good to go. Although I will say, uh, it is starting to get. Has uh, anybody else cut their grass yet? I'm not quite there, but I, I drove down the hill yesterday, and it's an it's amazing that the minute my grass was brown, like I mean, like like the top of the tiki hut kind of brown, you know, and then within the last three days, it has grown and it's gotten green. I mean, it's just all of a sudden, boom, it, it got green. So has anybody else cut their grass yet? Because I'm debating on whether or not I'm going to do that. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. want to hear from you. So, Ben, you're saying if Love throws three nice preseason touchdowns, can you, can you, you know, start calling him a, a new starter or, or what? No, my question is, how many good plays does he have to make before we call it pornography? <laughs> it's a great analogy, uh, but it is really funny to think about. It's like he has one yeah. good scramble. I was like, oh, you see, that is pornography. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It, it has to be consistent. It has to be enough, you know, to put it this way. The really good plays and the fascinating plays that make you go, hmm, wow, that was pretty good. Those have to outnumber the, oh, God, what a crap play that was. You know what I mean? Rodgers will wow. Now, again, I'm comparing him to a Hall of Famer, but Rodgers is going to wow you three, four, five, six, seven times a game. He's either going to have a scramble, a fake, a no-look pass, something where he's going to thread the needle and we're going to end up saying he, it's the only, he's the only guy that can make that throw. It's going to be a back shoulder pass where he throws the ball and the receiver's not even looking, but he knows it's supposed to be at the 11-yard line and damned if that's not where exactly where it goes. That type of thing where you're going to look at him and go, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. Otherwise, I, I'm looking at this going, no, I'm, I'm not – there's nothing about him that wows me. Nothing. And and can anybody out there say that he's done anything to make you go, oh, yeah, that guy's going to be good? Anything? 
there was nothing in the there was nothing in the Kansas City game, nothing. And then you thought, well, you know what? He's getting all the starters reps after the Kansas City week. Every one of them, because Rodgers has the bad toe. Rodgers is looking over his shoulder, but it's ultimately Jordan Love who's executing the offense in practice. So he's getting all the starters reps. So he's getting all of that. And throughout nine weeks of the season, here we go into the Detroit game. And he knows he's going to be playing in the Detroit game. He knows the second half of that game is his, minimally. Did he do anything against Detroit? To make you go, wow? To make you go, wow, That he's going to be our leader. He's going to be a good quarterback when he finally takes over. No. So I get it. It's first real opportunity to get a few snaps under his belt. But I, I just, you know, for the time that he spent behind Aaron Rodgers in this system, knowing it, I've expected more. And I'm not getting it. And that's what that's my point is if he does it consistently to where you say, oh, boy, here we go. Then yeah, you know, I get it. But otherwise, no. Nope, not at all. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Matt says, uh, what do you think about George Pickens, Pickens, the wide receiver out of Georgia? I, I mentioned it before. He's kind of on that fringe for me. Because the Packers have those two picks in the first round, 22 and 28. We all know that. Okay? If you got to draft up, you got to move up to get somebody, okay? Probably going to give up one of those. Whatever. But I think Pickens, big-time recruit. We all know that. Um, Didn't he originally commit to Auburn, if I'm not mistaken? He ended up going to Georgia. Became really solid um, as far as, uh, you know, what what he did. Although his best year was his freshman year. He was a little bit limited to just eight games, really productive in his second year. He has suffered a torn ACL, so he played just four games this past season for Georgia, who won the national championship game. A um, lot of things. He had a four – although he's he's tall, that I will say, but he had a four four seven, a slow four four in the world of, of recruits or of incoming draftees, because 4-4 time, it used to be 4-4-7, great. Now 4-4-7, 4-4-9, that's eh, okay, because we're seeing 4-3s now. We're seeing that. Look, you're talking about a, a hundredth of a second, so I'm not overly concerned. I want to see what he does downfield. I want to see him go up and get a ball. He can do that. He can do that. I like what he can do. But I think he's on that that there's the really high tier of say five or six guys. That's who you got to get if you're lucky enough to get them. And then after that comes that second tier uh, of the maybe the next six to ten players that you're like, okay, these guys are pretty good, uh, and they got a little bit of a project to them. And then after that, everybody's a project. Brian says uh, in regards to Jordan Love, no, nothing has impressed me yet. Uh, what scares me is the lack of presence of a pass rush that's in, when it's on him. And that's the other thing we've talked about. There's times he's not even under pressure, and he's not throwing the ball real well. You're not coming after him. What you're going to do if you're, if you're defending Jordan Love is you're going to sit back. You're gonna, he's not a big scrambler, so you don't have to worry about that. So who cares? Just sit back and make sure that everybody downfield is guarded. That's it. 
Nothing more. I'm good with it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us. Um, in the newest mock draft, which it just 30 seconds ago came to me via Pro Football Focus, uh, the Packers have Chris Olave falling to them out of Ohio State. Um, it's difficult to believe that the Packers make it out of the first round without addressing wide receiver after trading Devontae Adams away. Of course, similar sentiments have been expressed in the past to no avail. Nevertheless, one would think the prospect of starting the season with Alan Lazard and Juwan Winfrey on the outside would spur some action. Alave is in a tier with Williams and Traylon Burks behind the top couple of wide receiver prospects. Uh, he would be a guy to go to. Um, now, again, that you're talking about early runs, though. If it if it falls that way, okay. So they have number one overall the edge rusher uh, Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. He is the number one edge rusher, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau going to Detroit, and again an edge rusher Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. And then it goes from there. You got the tackle going to North, from North Carolina State going to the Jets. Then another tackle. Then a quarterback Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh going to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this is who they have. Uh, cornerback Ahmad Gardner out of Cincinnati, considered to be the best corner in the uh, in the draft this year, going to the Giants, and they desperately need secondary help, without a doubt. Pittsburgh getting the quarterback Malik Willis out of Liberty. So the Steelers are out of the mix. Seattle taking a, a tackle because their offensive line absolutely positively sucks. So that's a no-brainer. The Jets, again, this time getting the, ro- the, wookie, the rookie wide receiver Drake London going first as the first wide receiver to fall to the Jets at number 10. At number 10. Then Garrett Wilson, who the commanders really like, and they've talked to him numerous times. Uh, The Vikings taking in edge rusher. They need more defense. Um, Houston's safety, cornerback uh, to the Baltimore Ravens to fortify that defense. Uh, They got the Eagles taking a D lineman, getting better in the trenches. And it, and it kind of goes from there. So you got edge rushers and trenches early, a couple of corners and a couple of quarterbacks before you really start to lose the wide receivers off the board. You get all the way down to number 19, where the Saints, it looks like mock-wise anyway, take a wide receiver Jamison Williams out of Alabama because they've got project time. They don't, they're not going to win anything this year, so they're going to take him. That would be a natural choice. Atlanta needs defensive help desperately. So they take an edge rusher. Uh, they've got New England getting a corner. And then the Packers taking Olave at number 22. And, and then you kind of go down from there. And then the Packers are back up yet again. And Green Bay would then take the linebacker, Dean, out of Georgia. And then he would be, quote, the best player available at that point in time. So just a little more insight as to, again, they have the Packers taking another wide receiver because the edge rushers – and the linemen, the defensive trenches and the offensive trenches, go so early, there's a run on them early on in this draft for team needs that the wide receivers might ultimately fall to the Green Bay Packers by the time it's all said and done. There you go. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hey, this is the time of year. It's getting a little warmer. Bugs are going to get active. Bed bugs, stink bugs, cockroaches. You don't want them in your house. You want to do some preventative maintenance. 
they the Milwaukee Bedbug Company, the Bedbug Pros, they're the way to go, without a doubt. But let's just say you travel, and unfortunately you bring them home. I get it. And they have ways to treat this stuff. Doesn't matter if you got kids, pets, whatever. They can help you out, but you can't do anything if you don't call. 414-877-5811. 414-877-5811. Milwaukee Bedbug Pros, LLC. 414-877-5811. Throughout the Milwaukee area and the area surrounding, if you got to give them a call, you got to give them a call. And they do it discreetly. Okay? Otherwise, do preventative. Like me, my house, for, for a while, my first year I was here, stink bugs, bugs everywhere. After that, non-existent, man. Non-existent. I'll see one every now and then, but non-existent. They do a great, great job, and it's all preventative. And it's cheap. It's, it's, it's not tens of thousands of dollars. Don't wait till it's too late. Get a hold of the Milwaukee Bed Bugs Pro, Bed Bug Pros, 414-877-5811, 414-877-5811, or go to MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. Stay tuned. Final segment of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. We're looking. What a day. I can't believe the day's almost over. It's been an amazing start to the week. Holy mackerel. Hey, I want to remind you, coming up on Thursday, we are going to be live. Standing second to National Walker's Point. Going to be down there for the uh, Brewers home opener. From 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., the live broadcast. Be on site. Come on down. Enjoy some Bloody Marys. They've got beer specials. Got compliments of our friends at Budweiser and Bud Light. Food specials all day long, and we're going to have a great time. And the best part about it is you can come down there, you can do a little drinking, do a little eating, and take the shuttle. Don't drive. Take the shuttle over to American Family Field. Catch the Brewers and the Cardinals, and after the game, get shuttled back to Stanley's. Grab your car, head on home, and you're going to be good to go. That way you don't have to fight uh, the traffic, fight the parking, or anything like that. Just get on a bus and enjoy yourself. It's going to be a fun day. We're going to be joined by our buddy Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee, Andrew Wagner, Forbes.com and the State Journal, also, our buddy, uh, long time. We're going to be reunited. Chuck Freeman is going to be joining us. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Chuck and I worked together at the, uh, the Evil Empire not that long ago. Since then, we've gone on to bigger and better things. Can't wait for that. And anytime you throw out some free food, Chuck's there. So we're going to be down there grubbing down. I'm going to buy him some food. I told him I'd buy him some wings. So he's like, okay, I'm there. So we're going to have a good time. Should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, you can come down and join us again. It, it all starts 10 a.m. 10 a.m. on Thursday, come on by and say hello. Steny, second to national, Walker's Point. We're going to have a great time. Um, are you are you coming down, Ben? I'm going to try to pull a string or two and see what can happen. Oh, man. Come on down. That'd be huge. As a matter of fact, uh, there was some new equipment dropped off here at the house. Now, for those that are listening, it doesn't mean a hill of beans to you, but to me it's huge because we now have the ability to put four headsets on the air at the same time. Actually, more, really. I, I think five or six, but we actually have that ability now. So, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We've got amplifiers. We've got individual cutoffs for microphones now. Oh, we're the real deal. We're big time. Oh, yeah, and it all fits in a suitcase. That's the best part about it. So I can't wait for this broadcast. 
new equipment. It's all it's got that that new radio station smell stuff going on. I, I'm I'm geeked. I'm geeked. I'm going to start it off in the morning, eight a.m. Start setting up with a with the award winning Stenny's Bloody Mary, and then uh, after that, uh, going to switch over to Bud Light and then enjoy the game. So when all that equipment came, you, would you say you knew it when you saw it? I knew it when I saw that, that, it. I'll tell you that right now. You knew what it was? It was, like, you, you would it was radio porn, baby. There you it go. was radio porn. You better believe it. You know, we don't get. it's kind of like, I guess, if you're a banker and you get like a new laptop or something or the rates go down, you know, you're geeked about it. And, but if you're in radio and you have certain systems and things that you piece together and you're like, okay, this works, and it gets a job done. But, boy, then you got a wish list, and you're like, I wish I had this, and I wish I had that. And then you get it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Because kind of like a carpenter. It go, you're, you're, you're taking it from a handsaw to a, a power saw. And then you have the old power saw with a cord on it, and you keep stepping on the cord, and it keeps unplugging in the middle of whatever it is you're cutting. And then you one day get that saw that's circular with the battery pack. The lithium battery pack, and it'll just keep on cutting. You can just keep. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I gotta go take something. It's carpentry porn. Yes, it is. That's that's what yesterday was. It was delivered yesterday on a Sunday. I was really excited for that. So, oh yeah, you better believe it. Good stuff. So all of that coming up on Thursday. So when you walk past, you're like, what's that smell? It's new radio smell. Oh, bask in it. God. There you go. <laughs> I get excited over the stupidest stuff. I really do. I'm the guy that when you hear the uh, the door slam, like when you hear, um, when Alexa says to me, you you know, you have some, uh, a person has been detected at your front door, you know, I'm the guy that jumps up and runs to the door. And I'm looking out the window. There's like one little spot in the window that's not this stained glass that I can see out. And I'm like, okay, uh, Amazon's here. Amazon's here. Amazon's here. Or FedEx or whatever. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And I scare them. When I open the door, they're starting to put it down on the ground. And I, I open the door right away and go, I got this. Ooh, ooh. Just as they were ready to take a picture of where they were going to lay it down. Uh, I got it. I got it. And I run outside. And then I'm like, okay, thanks. And I feel bad because I haven't tipped them. You know, not that you really tip the drivers, but you know. I, okay, thanks. And then I run inside, and I've got that knife, and I'm going through it really slow because I don't want to cut anything. I'm like, oh, just – I slice it, and oh, it opens up. And I pull it out. I'm so geeked. I am really weird. <laughs> really weird that way. But I love it. So that's coming up on Thursday. Uh, join us down at Stanley, second and National Walkers Point downtown. Um what else do we have here for you? This is uh, this is from uh, the Bandit. Bandit says, uh, looking forward to a Brewers win today. If they can get a couple of wins in a row before coming back home, I think their season will be back on track. Bandit, their season's not off track. They lost two out of three to the Cubs to open their season. Who cares? It, 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 they're fine. Their season's not. If they lose the next four series in a row, and they're four and twelve or something like that. Okay, then you might have a little bit of a pause for concern, just to say, oh, things just didn't start out the way we wanted. And you're kind of looking ahead to see maybe where they can start to catch up. Where can the what is failing? Is it the bats? Is it the pitching? What? You kind of look at it a little bit, but for the most part, no, no, their season's not off track. 
Stop. Everything is okay. Everything is okay. I'm good with it. And we don't even have a, we don't even really have Bucks basketball to the end of the week. So we don't have that to worry about. We're good right now. It's all good. Uh, again today, uh, you got McCutcheon, Adamas, Yelich, Renfro, Hira, Taylor, Wong, Brousseau, Caratini, Adrian Hauser on the hill today for the Milwaukee Brewers as the Brewers getting set to take on the Baltimore Orioles down at Camden Yard coming up here in just a little. So they'll get underway here in about 10 minutes. So uh, just in time for us to get off the air, and I'm going to go watch the game. It's that simple. We're back at it again tomorrow. I can't believe we flew past. This this is awesome. This is awesome. We are counting down to the Brewers' home opener and our live broadcast on site. I'm geeked. And for those of you that are wondering, Ben Kenny may or may not be there. Put that on your calendar. <laughs> All right. It's time for us to go. I lost my mind enough for one day. Till we talk again 20 hours from now. Have a going. Woo! The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.